<clears throat> so yeah, like I just um as of right now, like I'm truly just I want to date myself, you know, in in this new stage of my life, in this new chapter. I want to be able to really dig deep into who I am and finding out who this new woman is, who I, you know, who I am type. So, yeah, like, I'm not looking for anything. I'm not looking for a fuck buddy. I'm not looking for none of that shit. I promise you I'm not. And, yes, I have needs and wants, but i rather just, you know, stick it out. Like, it's, it's one thing called self-control and self-discipline to the point where, like, I don't need a, a, a man or a dude, whatever the fuck you want to call it, a fuckboy, a sneaky link, and none of that shit to feel vi- valuable in that moment if I if I tap into me first, you know what I'm saying? So, shit, if I could make love to myself, I would, no cap. So, like, yeah, that's the stage that I'm really walking into this new chapter. So I'm excited. I'm I'm excited and a little bit like scared a little bit. But you know, uh, when you walk with God, it's just you can't fail. You know, you you'll make some mistakes and you know you'll make you may fumble, but when but that's the only the test and trials is gonna make you even stronger than you ever were. And that's gonna build you up, and it's gonna it's gonna tear you down. It's gonna build you up, but it's only to help you out, you know. So, I'm um, I'm walking with God with this one, <laughs> um, and I'm gonna enjoy it, and I'm gonna cry, and I'm gonna you know, and I just hope that I pray that um, God walks with me, <laughs> which I know He will. So. But, yeah, like, 20 is, um, 20, I don't know, like, um, my plan is to go back to school, um, I'm bored, I am bored out of my mind, I'm bored, I need some shit to do, I need an assignment that's due, I need something, I need to tap into my creative, my creative, um, yeah, I need to tap into that because it's so much shit that I want to do. But it's like, where do I fucking start? And the only way I know how to start, the only way that I can, I know for sure that has like doors that's open for me and opportunities is if I go back to school and um, I'm in the classrooms and I'm meeting the people and I'm connecting and networking. Like, I feel like right now, because I don't have an outlet as of because I'm home, you know, I don't have an outlet. If I go back to school, then, then, you know, so be it. Like, I'm there, and I have no, no reasons not to connect with people and network and get in organizations and actually do work and, you know what I mean? Like, I need that back in my life, (laughs) and I miss it. I miss my friends and, and the people and campus, so I'm praying to God that I'm able to go back for spring and I'm actually going to homecoming so fingers crossed that I'm able to come back and do what I gotta do but that's the goal um so yeah (laughs) that's the goal so, um, I was really, uh, it was one night I was in my room and I was really just, um, I was bored. Okay. I was bored and I was on TikTok and I actually, you know, how like on your for you page, you kind of like scroll and look at videos that you were interested in and somehow, some way I was really feeling like. I don't know. I love to watch inspirational videos, but it was something about this video that came across my For You page, and I was like, I actually want to go watch the whole thing. So, um, it's this uh, preacher called, this pastor, my fault, this pastor, his name is Pastor Mike, and he preaches 
at a um, trans transformational church. And if you look it up on YouTube, it's a transformational church channel, basically. And he had he had a series of single dating and marriage, right? Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm young. I one day I want to get married and one day I want to find my soulmate and my husband and have kids and all that good stuff, right? But I was like, as of right now, I'm in this stage of like, I really, I've been, got out of something and uh, it kind of like just, I would say it drained me. Like, being that I lost myself in that situation and I'm trying to get get back my power um I've you know I need to start over I need to uh reintroduce myself to myself if that makes sense like like I'm not the same little girl I was when I was 18 you know I'm about to be 20 so it's like time is ticking (laughs) time is ticking I'm not saying that I'm looking for a husband or I'm looking for a soulmate right now but if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it right. If if my next relationship, um, I want it to be surrounded by God and and his love. And, and, and if my next partner doesn't know who he who God is or ha- doesn't have like a sense of who he is and what he is, it's like that I don't think that is going to work. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like a lot of people my age don't really take take shit seriously like I don't want to be with somebody that don't take me seriously don't listen to me you know what I mean so backtracking um I pulled up the video and uh it was a video it was the the title of the video was single but not alone right and I took notes and I'm just going to like go through it and Whatever comes to me, comes to me, and I'll explain how I feel about it and whatnot. So, so it says single but not alone. And uh, it says being single doesn't mean, wait, no. It says being single is more important than being married or in a relationship. Which is crazy because you'll think that, like, what? Like, you're single. You're by yourself. You have nothing to you know what I mean you have nobody to to love on to to um spend time with to make memories with and as he was explaining it he was like everybody needs to have um a moment a time in their life where they're single meaning they don't have they don't have no responsibilities they don't have nobody to to check on or to check up on or to you know, um, ask about their moves or anything like that. They're like, they're single. They're not with anybody. They're just by themselves. And in that time is where you get to learn who you are. And you, and once you learn who you are, you get to love who you are. And not only what's on the outside, but what's on the inside. And everybody knows that self-love is the best love. And once you learn how to love yourself correctly, then you then you allow a person to come into your life and love you correctly because they see that you loving yourself the right way and a person that is genuine is going to want that same you know is going to want that same um is going to want that same type of love for you basically um and so it said um first you have to love god then love yourself and then you're able to love others. Um, and then I wrote, there's nothing wrong with the season that you're in. Meaning there's nothing wrong with being by yourself. There's nothing wrong with wanting to not talk to anybody. Not, you know, not deal with anybody. Like, just be by yourself. Focus on you. Learn who you are. Love it. And... You know, just be be in be with you first, so you can nature nurture yourself, and um, just love yourself just a little bit more. 
you know and I always say like self-love is not just a, um it's not just a a one-time thing you can't just be like oh I love myself today you know you have to it's a it's a marathon you have to continue to love yourself through everything that you go through in life and if you don't have self-love you have nothing you nothing and also it's self-awareness as well you have to be aware who you are a lot of people are not aware of who they of who they are like a lot of people have this persona of themselves and and they put it out into the world and, and they think that that's them but behind closed doors when they're by themselves in their room like it's it's a whole different ball game. A lot of people are very depressed with who they are. A lot of people haven't did dig down and actually healed some childhood trauma or just trauma period. So they're miserable with who they really are. And it's like, whew, you have to be self aware to the point where like love love the fuck out of you to the point where even your bad shit is you own that shit like yeah i got some dirt but it's it's my dirt and i work it i love it enough to work on it you know what i mean like i I love it enough to to i see what it is and i don't want it to be like that forever so i'm gonna work on it to the and i'm I'm gonna get better at it that's self-awareness and also self-awareness is knowing that having morals and standards and and just basic respect for yourself um as of right now i'm in this stage of like certain shit certain shit i'm just not going to stand with i'm just not going to deal with (laughs) whatsoever whatsoever i'm not going to deal with disrespect i'm not going to deal with uh childish games i'm not going to deal with no half-ass shit like i'm just not and um once you once you get to that point it's like okay now you can step into that um self-love type thing like now you can now you can actually move how you want to move if that makes sense i kind of got like uh, my brain just kind of got like uh but it's okay <laughs> but yeah self-awareness is, is no way who you are what you stand for and you stand on that shit period and you don't care how people may look at you um one thing that i'm learning is to just truly you know stand for something so in this stage i'm standing for myself i'm clapping for myself i'm moving for myself you feel me like I'm, I'm working for myself to the point so nobody else can can be like oh well I did this for you and nah bruh I did that shit for myself you feel me like I <laughs> I did that shit for myself you ain't do shit for me you know so yeah just basically having basic respect for yourself simple um and then a next point I said, he said, and I wrote down was work on things about yourself that you don't like in your singleness. Um, uh, I'm gonna give an example. For me personally, something that I want to truly work on is. <laughs> Look at me, I gotta think. <laughs> Um, one thing I truly want to work on, I'm trying to get no, like, bullshit-ass answer, like, I'm trying to just really, like, be as transparent, you know, I gotta dig deep, um, So I don't know if it's like, uh, if it's a bad thing, if it is, then whatever. But me personally, um, I put on this, you know, when I said that people put on a persona for other people in a way I do that. 
Um, and it's not to have people pity me because I don't want that. But ugh, I sound so congested. I know I do. But um, I put on this hard uh, exterior uh, because I don't want people to pity me. And I don't want people to feel sorry for me because life happens. Shit happens. I will fuck up sometimes. And I will make mistakes. And that is okay. You know, but I don't, I put on this hard exterior because I'm really sensitive. Like, I'm really sensitive to to a lot of shit. <laughs> because of and that's something that I want to work on emotionally, you know what I mean? Like, and I don't want to be like a hard ass, you know, but I I want to be able to to just take shit and and you know, roll with the punches. Um and I may I may not, and I may say like, "Oh, no, I'm thugging it out." But in reality, no, that shit really hurt me. You know what I'm saying? And this is me just being transparent, like it's me just being open. Um I'm really sensitive. And I learned that about <laughs> I learned I learned that about myself when I was in a relationship, and it's crazy how like a relationship can uh, a relationship can really tell you about yourself. Like I was really I was really I'm sensitive. Like you know, and I honestly I don't think it's a bad thing because you know I do I have a pure heart. And a lot of my friends and my family tell me that, like, it is something that I truly want to, you know, keep forever. And I'm fighting to keep forever. (laughs) But, um, you know, my love is genuine and my love is real. So it's like when people do certain shit to me, I just be like, why would you do that to me when all I tried to do was love you? And all I tried to do was be there for you. And... It was like, well, you, I don't know. People can be so fucked up to the point where it's like, they're just going to hurt you just because. Like, people don't think that what they say really do, really do hurt sometimes. Like, and I just want to learn to not be, to, to work on, to not just, what am I trying to say? <laughs> I want to work on um, having tough skin. And even though I may put on this persona as if I have tough skin, but this is me just being very transparent again, um, I don't. So I, I want to work on having tough skin. Um, but tough skin to the point where like, I mean, motherfuckers, motherfuckers can say whatever the fuck they want to say about me. Because I truly don't give a fuck. But, um, I'm talking about, like, when you're, like, a friendship or family or even a relationship. Like, when when you have a loved one that says some hurtful shit to you. And it's just, and it makes you, like, damn, like, <laughs> I thought we supposed to be, like you know cool like I thought we were supposed to be love like lovers or family or you know friends and and friends and family and and other folks can just truly just do you wrong um I want to be able to like be like okay you know bounce back quick if that makes sense like but no I actually learned that you know it's okay to like dwell in your feelings sometimes it's okay to sit and just sit there and let your feelings override and it's fine but don't stay there too long don't um don't cry over spilled milk because it's spilled already you know what i'm saying like just sit there for a minute think about it reevaluate it and move on um i don't know it's just i i don't want to be i don't know it's either that or like whoever people that I'm like dealing with or whether it's friends or family or just a, a relationship or anything like that like they need to come correct like talk to me talk to me nice 
<laughs> talk to me nice so don't talk to me at all you feel me like um i'm a lover not a fighter like i i don't fight <laughs> i don't i hate fighting and i hate conflict and i hate um confrontation like why can't we just all get along <laughs> but i'm not a dummy like i know some shit gonna happen i know we're gonna have like disagreements and shit like that but at the end of the day we all grown and we can say how we feel respect each other and keep it pushing but a lot of people i really just got off topic wow um my bad so yeah, that's something I want to work on is my sensitivity to to certain things, um, to to things that I actually care about. <laughs> um, let let it not try to like um, over override me type shit. Let me let it not stress me out to the point where like okay, like Jada, you doing too much, girl. Like chill out, you know. So yeah, uh, that's something that I will want to work on with my. In my singleness, other than that, um, just being a better me, like pushing towards my goals and actually finding out what the fuck I want to do and how I want to do it and what makes me happy and yeah, so that's that. Um, and then I wrote down a scripture that he said it was Ecclesiastics three chapter 3 verse 1 through 9 and it said god has made everything beautiful for its own time i conclude there is nothing better than to be happy and enjoy the fruits of their labor as long as we can as long as we can it is okay to be single but not but not good to be alone That's what that said. I was really writing fast, so. Um, and then he broke down uh, what is singleness. Um, the next thing that uh, the pastor talked about was um, what is singleness. And he basically just, like, broke down everything. Um, so I'm going to, and I, I wrote it down, so I'm going gonna, gonna to say it. Uh, the first one is separate. Okay, basically the meaning of singleness, right? Is separate, apart, and detached and different. You, the second point was unique, original, distinct, and special. And three, the third part was wholeness, complete, unified, one with self to be one um that part i am uh still you know i I may have to like go back and re-listen to that part uh because as of right now i don't really remember like what was his because he explained each one so and i didn't write write it down so i'm gonna have to like go back to that part and reread but um, I started something that said, what the enemy cannot uh, destroy, he will distract. Um, I take that as, as I'm in this healing process, as I'm in this singleness, um, the enemy cannot destroy me. The enemy cannot ruin me. Um, but one thing he can do is distract me from what I need to focus on, which is myself, whether that be with work, with people, with family issues, with finances. And it's like he, the devil will literally throw anything at you to make you just re like rethink your whole healing process and in your healing process it's. It's always going to be days where you feel like you cannot win. But then in the in those times, in those moments, you also feel like what I'm doing is not enough. 
like what I'm what I'm doing and how I'm doing it is just not enough. But then you you start to forget that like you do have good days. You do have days where you you wake up and you're it's just a good day. <laughs> you feel good, you look good and it's it's a good day, you know? Um so yeah. Basically um what the enemy cannot destroy, he will distract. So I pray that in this next chapter of my life that um, I am protected and I am only around those that love me and um, and that I love them, you know, but it's genuine love, it's real love, it's real friendships, it is real relationships, it is real connections and it's genuine. I just want genuine shit around me, period. Um, and then the fourth point, he said, maximize your singleness, meaning work towards your goals. One thing I want to do is go back to school. I don't care how anybody feels. I'm going to figure that shit out and I'm going to go back to school. Um, I right now I am bored like I am bored with myself and I I can't just do one thing and keep doing it like I am a jack of all trades I have to perfect my craft whether it's creating something whether it's painting whether it's writing whether it's editing like I have to do something and I can't do it because I don't have the tools and the necessities to do it because I'm not in school and when I was in school, I literally learned how to do all that shit. And I loved it. I love my major. I'm a broadcast journalism major, by the way. And um, I loved it. Like, I truly felt like that field was for me. Because I love to talk. I love to talk about serious situations. And I love to reevaluate shit. And, and I just love that shit. I just love it. I love it. I don't know. I love it. So, and I truly feel actually see myself in that field like no cap <laughs> so yeah he was like maximize your singleness so work on your goals work on your finances save money go on vacation like maximize it do whatever you got to do to make you happy simple that's basically what that means so um that was that was that point for the singleness what singleness means Again, I'm going to go back to that uh, section of the video and I'm going to rewatch it. And then I, I'll probably come back and explain what that is. But as of right now, that is that. <clears throat> yeah, everybody ain't going to no goddamn football game. Well, it might, the money that's. The people that's buying the tickets for the foot for the football game and buying the popcorn and the ten dollar or the twenty dollar hot dogs and cokes, that's coming from the people that's buying the tickets. So where are you getting this money to pay your? Is it has to be come from the elites? The elites. We want. I want a football game in every state. Okay, Jerry Jones got this. Okay, we're going to give Jerry Jones so, Jerry Jones so much money a year to have these to have these players just like your movies. Let, let, give me a uh, a uh, a uh, a uh, a uh, uh. Okay, let's do a Rita Franklin. The 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 the, the new movie with, Jen, with Jennifer Hudson in it. And then all your other cuz it's just not Jennifer Hudson in the movie. Okay, whoever, whoever, whoever the producer has a boss, that boss has a boss. It goes to the high. That's probably how these movie stars are getting paid. Okay, you're, uh, what was Jennifer Hudson on in Fantasia? What was they on? The, um, uh, not the voice, but the, um. No, Jennifer Hudson was on. No, 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 no. American Before she, Idol? yeah, American Idol. American. Okay. That's how they started. They started with American Idol. And the person that won, like when Fantasia won, it had, that money had to come from the, the elites, the elites, to give her all this money. And then, okay, when well, we're going to give you this certain amount of money, but you got to make us 
we want two albums that's with who, yeah that's who they're assigned to so if so if an artist comes okay if an artist comes out if the artist comes out he's a brand new artist he wants to get signed to a regulator now what you're you know the conspiracy people when they be talking about a lot of people sign their life away their, they sign their souls away so they can make all the money in the world but they that that record label it's also different other stuff. It's not yeah, about because they money. because those record labels are controlled by the elite exactly. the elite exactly. J, like like Jay Z and Beyonce. Now I know uh Beyonce ticket was uh was a lot of it, you know they had a lot that's of money but it's not some there's somebody that's paying her that's that's yeah. giving her uh Beyonce I want you to make uh you gotta come out with an album, and you got and and, and I want twelve songs on this. I don't know who she signs to, but whoever it is, it is 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 they 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 done paid her. Yeah. but here's catch my here's my drift though. If you have okay, like I said, new uh, new artist comes out, he wants to get signed. The record label is telling him you have to put out this so many albums, records, singles, whatever you gotta do, so get paid he's they're not paying what they're what they're gonna do is make him sign a contract that contract is gonna state you have to make this amount of um this amount of product product is music songs albums whatever you want to call it to to put out to the world but I need you. I need it done by a certain period of time. That's why a lot of these artists are not putting out music periodically. You know what I mean? They're they're not putting it out as fast because they have to go through their label, which are the elites, because they have bosses of other bosses, right? They have to go through them and let that let that artist know, like, okay, this artist is going to put out something. But like I said, that contract is not just a music contract. They literally sign their life away. They, they they sign their souls away just so they can be happy. Happy. You know what I'm saying? Air, air quotes. And so they can make money. So, back to my question. Is money the real solution to everything? No. Because if I was, if I was an artist and if I... Uh, wanted to put out music. That's why I, I, you know, I clap for the underground artists, whether you're underground actresses or anything like that, because they're not signed to anything. They can do whatever they want to do. If I was an artist, I would want to do what I want to do. I want to put out music when I want to. I wanna, but the I reason why some some of the artists, your 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 up becoming artists, because they want the cars, they want the house, they want this, they want right now gratification. So the the uh their boss and say okay they went to the elite this is they said they want the house the the car and um and and yeah all this okay well give it to them but we won't your soul and yeah and in five five years ten years we need you to produce so many so much yeah so much music <clears throat> but then, because you know how back in the day, a lot of those uh, record labels were stealing money from the artists. Like the artists, like TLC, they didn't get to see their money. Right. They didn't get to see their money. Destiny Child had a problem with their money as well. They didn't get to see their money uh, right then and there. They produced, how many albums does Destiny Child have? Right. A lot. But in that time frame, did they see their money? Did, their, did they see their, um, what's it called? Uh, income from the production that they did. Not only does the record label has to pay the artists, they have to pay the producers, they have to pay the uh, technicians. It's a lot. It's levels to that the industry. So when I say I want to be a part of an industry that I just want to create stuff. That's all. So I can put out like the real message of what this so-called life is. You know. It's interesting. But then when you don't do... One second. 
When you don't do what they want to do, you end up like Nipsey Hussle. But wait, that's that's a different that's a different subject because Nipsey Nipsey Hussle owned all his masters. Everything that that man did, his name was on it, and he made sure of that because he knew what the industry would withhold. He knew. I was like, I looked him up. He owns everything. He had a clothing line. He owned that. That was his his name. His music. He owned. He had a whole um, production label. The marathon continues. That's his label. That's his label. So it. The re. I feel like now this is conspiracy theories. Okay, be right back. I feel. I'm. I'm caught. I'm, not it's not the same but they killed Nipsey because they really wanted they asked Nipsey see and then like you said you have to think outside the box even though Nipsey had had his name on uh, most of his stuff the elites to the elites say will say okay we want that and we want to give you they wanted to offer him, they probably offered him yeah. stuff that probably I would have accepted, but because Nipsey got his hand, I'm just saying now because we ain't got nothing but a, but a G. Right, but, <laughs> but, but, but Nipsey said no, and they they killed him. Because, because Nipsey, um, he was a man of different traits. Not only do I love his music, I just love the man that he was. Because if you was to sit, that's like, that. That's he was kind of like a Tupac of our generation. Yeah. Because Pac wasn't wasn't just your normal thug. You feel me? He was he was more than that. I don't look at Pac and I'll be like, oh, he's a rapper. No, he's a poet. It's a difference. And not only was he a poet, he knew some stuff. He knew some stuff. He knew that that his life was not going to be long because of how he was moving. He said it in his songs. It's a lot. It's a lot that we do not know about the industry because the industry is is wrapped into so much, well, grandma would say witchcraft. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Uh, it's, It's a lot of wrapped up into the devil's work. And the devil wants your soul. He doesn't. He doesn't care about all the all the money in the world. Your, your soul is much is much more valuable to to him. So because of who Pac was and who who uh, Nipsey was, because they knew they were more than just uh, industry industry workers. That's why I love J Cole so much because he's not just an artist. That man be talking. That man be like you have to literally catch his 
words. Um, and they go offer him some. Yeah. And if they don't, I, they, if like, he don't take it, they if he don't do it. Yeah. But it's like, but it's like when when Nipsey, <laughs> Nipsey didn't really do interviews. Nipsey really didn't do. He didn't really broadcast his personality like that. Those that know him know that he was a man of his word, and he spoke. He spoke very well. You know what I'm saying? He spoke very. We home. No, I still got. Remember, I, I, right, I accepted. Right, right. I was like, poop, poop, poop. Right, right. Uh, he ex. Um, he did a lot, not for his, even for his community, but even for folks in the industry. His words was very powerful. He was like a, not necessarily that he's God, but he moved as if he was royalty, because he he is royalty. We are royalty. He walked as he knew what we were, as in black people. He knew what we were, so he moved like that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it, it's a lot to it's a lot to it. It's, it's levels to it because not only yeah. No, the only thing that I'm not I didn't. I'm not understanding is why did why you why if you was out to get Kobe why just why wasn't it just Kobe why was it Kobe and the people on the plane and the door why 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 and then even though there was a plane crash are they (laughs) no let me let me shut up. But that's kind of just so like that, left eye. Are they really dead? <laughs> but that's kind of just like left eye. Left eye died in the plane crash, right? right? She went to the Himalayas, right? Yeah, that what they allegedly. No, but in her interviews, she said that she is most peaceful when she's in the forest, when she's around uh, okay, nature. Right. You know what I'm saying? The Himalayas. And, not to mention, Nipsey Hussle was working on a documentary with Dr. Seven. Right. Dr. Sebi had a cure for AIDS. Right. Dr. Sebi had a cure for cancer. Right. They didn't see the government. It's not just a lot of people say, "Oh, the government is out to get us." Da, da, da. It's not just the government. They didn't want. It's the higher power of. The they government. don't want no cure exactly. because they wanted the pharmaceutical company is to make money. To, they are. They make billions and, and billions. And we don't want no folks, cure because if we get a cure for all this stuff. Then we there is, there is no, uh, there, there is no, there is no business for the exactly. pharmaceutical. Exactly. But Dr. Sebi, how he cured, it was from the earth. Exactly. You, so that brings your me cure to my is point. from the earth. Exactly. That brings me to our point. As black people, mama, we heal from herbs. We do not need medical chemicals. None of that. We, we, if you drink my, I kid you not, I had, I don't know what it was. It was like a bug or something. It wasn't COVID, thank God. But it was a bug. It, I, I, my throat hurt and it was symptoms of COVID, but it wasn't COVID, thank God. But I drank that tea, because, ginger. Right. Because if that's, that was the case, then you should have spread it. Yes. You see what I'm saying? And we would so, all been sick. So, my thing is, because a lot of people say, oh, we need, you need to go to the doctor. I don't like the doctor. Because the doctor is going to prescribe you pills. going to tell you, you got some. And you don't have it. Right. And you don't have it. I really, people that are in the uh, health industry, it's like they, and you know, a lot of people are not open-minded. But it makes sense because if I was to drink a tea, uh, uh, some ginger tea and I feel better the next day, my throat not hurting, my like everything is good. I, I don't feel congested or nothing. So you're gonna tell me I'm gonna have to take if I didn't take that, I'm gonna have to take pills or anything like that to make me feel better in the next in the next week. It's not gonna it's not gonna uh, it's not gonna cure me right away. But when I drink uh, when I drink some tea with ginger in it, herbs from the earth, 
I feel better the next day when I wake up. That's crazy. That's crazy. So when I when because Doctor Sebi he he was a. Um, and then you know that when I went on my cruise that we had went we was in I forgot where we was at. I'm trying to go to Jamaica. We got we got we got out and we. We had ate at a restaurant that was across the street from Dr. Sebi Clinic, which which was closed down. I didn't know nothing about Dr. Sebi, and they went over there to um, look look at his reading and stuff. And they brought some type of uh, 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 some type of cleansing juice or whatever but I didn't know nothing I didn't know nothing until I came home and, I, and started hearing them people on Clubhouse they started off with Dr. Sebi I didn't know nothing about Dr. Uh, I knew it had something I know Dr. Sebi had something to do with Magic uh, Johnson with with his so called age uh, AIDS allegedly so I, I, you know, I, I, I don't <laughs> know. Conspiracy theories, y'all. Not even conspiracy they, they be on it. They right. be on it. Because how can it be a conspiracy theory if all they're spinning is facts? They tell us ain't nobody. It's not Jada, a conspiracy theory. That's real. They say ain't nobody coming for us. <laughs> we got to defend for ourselves. Come on. <laughs> I'm not. First of all, first they of said all. They said no. I. I but no, but back know. to my point. Nipsey Hussle was making a documentary right. of the uh, Doctor Sebi. Doctor Sebi had a cure for every, uh, basically, what they put out to the world. AIDS started in Africa. Africans, those tribes, Africans are. They make everything from scratch. They make their medicine from scratch. They make their oil from scratch. That's why I want to go visit Kenya because Kenya is beautiful. African history are they're rooted in something that's like bigger than their culture. Spirituality wise, they use different things to heal. You know what I mean? They they use different things to heal each other. Whether it's herbs, whether it's just by um, doing spells or prayers and not necessarily prayers because that's what the Christianity folks say but you know we, we say prayers because that's all we know but they use a lot of people say it was spells now whether it was spells or not it worked if a baby was sick in Africa they would literally lay him out on the ground and they will put herbs on top of him or her and he will have to lay there for however long. And then the next they will give him something to drink. And then that is either a soup or a concoction that they made from herbs uh -huh. from their land. That's why the Europeans back in the, back in the whatever you want, I don't know how long, but it was back in the day. Europeans went to Africa and they stole everything because they knew that we had everything. Whether it was gold, everything, ma, everything. At the stop sign, and then they want to rename it. They want to rename it plants. Well, they are plants, but you know what I mean. That is nice. Too, too, it's too big though. I can't. I will get lost. But that's nice. So you Turn can't tell me that. Then the destination is on your left. That um. But they they gonna have the best up car in the front. Okay. <laughs> the destination is on your left. Twenty seven oh four Danmeyer Court. Like it's it's crazy. Doctor Sebi knew, Nipsey Hussle knew, Pac knew. They knew if we are way bigger than what what the picture paints out to be. Yep. We are. Can you use that box? No. I got it.
Shall we? <laughs> We're doing this. Okay, so we back at it again. Well, I'm back because I've already did an episode, yeah. but this episode is with my sissy, Way. Hi, 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 hi. Okay, so we just have some like topics. We don't really know what this topic, what these, what this episode is really gonna be about, but. We're just talking as if like we're having a conversation, like we're out, we're on brunch or some shit, yes. and motherfuckers got us <laughs> fucked up. You feel me? Cause they gon' feel okay. one way or another. <laughs> Regardless of the fact, right. okay. So um, we're gonna introduce ourselves again, just so like you know it can be somewhat professional. Um, so first, my name is Jada. Um, I am 20 years old. I just turned 20 in September 19th. I'm a Virgo baby. You already know. Virgo's the best ones out there, period. I, I like y'all too, but hold on. <laughs> hold on. Um, I am from Chicago, Illinois, uh, South Side to be exact. Um, yeah, that's about it. So who are you, Sissy? Go okay, ahead. Okay, well, as y'all, well, y'all don't know, but my name is Malaysia. Mm-hmm. I'm 17. I turned 18 in December, you know, Sagittarius. Hey. Hey. <laughs> um, I'm from home of Louisiana, South, you know, Southern people. You know. I love them. Baby. Uh, baby. <laughs> so, you know, just here. Just to relax, chill, you know. And talk our shit. Talk our shit. I ready to talk our shit. Because I feel like we've been through a lot these last couple of months together. Together. And motherfuckers been having us fucked up. Fucked up. Together. So we have to say hold on. As a hold on. As a unit. Let's get you straight. Okay. Let's let's get this together. So that is us. Um, that's the introduction. So 